0: all right hey everybody um so i had it recorded and everything but then i'm just gonna restart it because um i got interrupted but um i guess i wanted to do a podcast for like whoever's interested in finding doing like a their first house and getting their first house so and like i guess all the steps you need to do to get to that point where you'll be in the house um and i'm not no professional i don't know everything you know what i mean but i've done a lot of research um so, the basic thing, I guess, like, the, the thing that people overlook a lot is, like, credit. Credit's so important. Sometimes credit is way important than just the money itself that you need to have for the down payment. Um, so, have your credit on point. Um, if you can, have it at least over a 700 Um If, like, at most, if you can do it, have it over a 800 you know. Because um, it honestly affects your how much you're paying monthly. And the overall amount you're going to spend on your property, you know. Um, And you'll have more access to different um, providers, whoever's going to get you your loan. Um, And with credit, you know, you want to make sure all your payments are on time with all your credit cards. Um, I know Credit Karma says like have at least 11 or 10 or more different accounts. That doesn't mean credit card accounts. It just means like different forms of history um like i have credit cards i have like five i think and then i have student loans and yeah that's pretty much it so i have like probably 13 um what else Mm mm-hmm um have your credit on point what i'm uh trying to think as well yeah and then make sure you don't have any things like you know like delinquencies or anything that's like on there just like try to pay off your debt as much as possible one of my managers said that um he had what is it if he paid off his car it was just like fourteen thousand dollars if he paid that off they'd give him an extra fifty thousand in like his mortgage you know what i mean so it, it all works very funny so pay that off um next thing you need to do is if you can go to a first-time homebuyers course um it's usually like a day or two um then you get like opened up into like different like programs and whatnot that you can get access to and i did like the class for a day and they give you a lot of insight and like basically sometimes you might need even like a team you know like like they offer you like a team where it's like um different people that look in the. Like let's say is the inspector. He inspects the house, make sure there's no mold, make sure there's nothing wrong with it before you even buy the house. Because if you don't inspect it, um, it could there could be all different types of problems. Then there's the real estate um, person that's like looking for you to find the home, make the offer, and everything. Then there's an attorney that helps with all the paperwork and making sure you're not getting screwed over. Um, but yeah, um, and all, you don't need to get a team. It's just it's good. those like an inspector is like one thing you really do want to get into because you don't want to get into a home and then you're just like fucked over um you know excuse my language but you want to be safe you know and know that you're in a good position um and then the money obviously we are going to need a down payment um it depends on the house everybody says like 3% uh 5% you know if you can 10% you um 20% is even better Cause you get like you can avoid PMI there is a thing it's like my mass mass housing I believe let me see if I could find it real quick just to make sure I was just looking at it actually um, give me one second you know what yeah mass housing that like they offer it's a little bit better like in terms of like what like in terms of like what they offer because i think they offer like no pmi which is like private mortgage insurance um so it's like you don't have to pay an extra amount of money um also if you look through there there if you don't make if you make less than a certain amount there's different programs that you can get a down payment assistance i believe it's like of twelve thousand or fifteen thousand and it's a loan, but it's a very the APR on the loan's very small. I think it's like one percent or smaller. Um, so if you do need help getting a down payment for a house, they would offer you, you know what I mean, if you qualify for it. Um so credit, home buyers course, um getting like the mortgage basically set up. Um, getting a realtor that's actually like, you know what I mean, wants you to get into the right house not pushing you to so then they can get commission um trying to think of anything else and pay off your debt you know and oh the biggest thing too i feel like people forget is have reserves have reserves because that's what they're going to look at when you're getting into a house you would have at least six months of reserves um typically when you're getting into a house because they're going to look for that like let's say you lose your job that means at least you could pay six months of the mortgage you know what i mean so whatever the mortgage is maybe it's like a thousand dollars and you need to have six thousand dollars extra so always have money extra and um if you can don't put so much money down on your property because then you can use that as a reserves and you can use it in case of emergency um so have reserves for sure for sure and if you guys need any other advice is like bigger pockets is a good uh, website to go through um, and look at their podcasts and different like methods and strategies you can get into um, and make sure overall that you just you're you 're in a good position, you know what i mean don 't rush into a house um and make sure you 're set up you know what I mean you have reserves, you have emergency money um, and like I one good method that one of, one of my managers did was he was um since all this covid stuff 's going on, he took out a little bit extra. Like 30000 I think he was um, And he put in his like a savings account In case something happens he probably, That's probably like a good year Or maybe a year and a half worth of paying off a mortgage You know what I mean So it's like he'll, he'll be good for a good while Let's say if he does lose his job Or if his job closes down Whatever happens So Because um, anything could break in a house And anything can happen You know what I mean When you do Because that's a big responsibility at the end of the day um, Oh and what I... Uh, I don't know if I said it in this podcast because I know I'm re-recording it, but with your credit, if um, you know somebody that has really good credit and they trust you, you trust them, they can put you as an authorized user and then sometimes your credit will go up a lot depending on where it's at. Like mine went up like 60 points, 70 points, 80 points, something crazy because my dad put me under his and he had like a 20-year um, history. So then now I have a 20-year history technically because I'm going off of his um and i'm trying to think and honestly too if like you can do it get into a multifamily property some people don't want to it's all up to preference but if you can make it to the point where it's like you're not spending so much money on rent and somebody else is paying that rent for you like the mortgage then that's great and then you can wait and get into a uh, an actual uh one family after you've done your, your two-family, you know what I mean? And that two-family will help you pay off the mortgage in that one family, you know? Um, you want to think where it's like you have less risk as possible and you're benefiting, you know what I mean? You don't want to be stuck with the mortgage and you're kind of like, damn, maybe I should have did this or whatever, you know? Sometimes you got to take little hits. So in the long term, you'll be happy. You'll be like, oh, this is... I'm not exposed to as much risk as... I was at one point, you know, but everybody's different. Everybody has their own preferences, but yeah, credit homebuyer's course, um, having reserves, um, and making sure, like, I guess your bank account is good. You know what I mean? Like you've had that, that money, whatever the money is for six months, I believe it needs to show like as a history, um, and making sure you're like in the right bracket you're not looking at eight hundred thousand dollar houses seven hundred make sure you're looking you know what i mean sometimes you need to step it down a little bit and get a little bit of a fixer um because it's a lower cost you know and um try not to overpay for a house you know what a lot of realtors do they'll like they'll put the house really low and then they'll have people do bidding wars and then eventually you're overpaying for the house um, because you got caught up and you got into like an emotional battle of like, oh, I want this house so bad, and then you you're, you're kind of like a clown at the end of the day, you know. Um, but yeah, just be wary of that. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, oh, and like if you have a four hundred one k, I know like people that have taken four hundred one k's, their money out um, and put it towards a, a house, like a down payment, and then you end up paying that money back to yourself. You could do that as well um and there's other ways There's like they they call it like no money down um, which is basically using like others other people's money um when you're going in on a house like let's say like as investors so like you know all the knowledge and then they have the money but they don't have the knowledge so it's like you're kind of setting things up so it's like you're getting half of it and you're kind of managing all this pull process while they're just putting the money down. Um, there's always, there's a whole bunch of different methods. But thanks for listening. Um, yeah, hit me up if you guys ever need help with any of that stuff.